0: What's up, guys? Welcome to Hustle Lifestyle Secrets, the podcast where we help you get in badass shape, work on your fitness, nutrition, and psychology to help you become the best version of yourself. So let's get into it. All right. So this week's podcast episode, I think this is episode number 12, super pumped about it. And I wanted to go into something that somebody referenced. Um, I think this is something that I said on my Instagram stories and somebody referenced it, asked me about it again. And I wanted to go into it in more depth and I'll explain what that is. So this is the rule of thirds or what I would like to say is like third times the charm or lucky number three. Three is a really cool number. It's been a really popular number for me for a long time, and it's kind of weird. Um, I'm not big into, like, superstition, mystery, whatever. I'm not super big into that, but there's something about the number three that I think if you take away is actually, like, a superstitious thing that you can use to your advantage. Let's talk about it. All right. So, once again, number three is a charm. In my experience, uh, there's no number more important than three, and I'm going to explain why. The first is the reason that person messaged me on Instagram was like, I referenced something that I saw at a TikTok video that I, I've also heard from another Olympic coach that I worked with. So this is something that comes from an Olympic coach. Okay. This is a rule of thirds. There's a couple different ways to use this. Uh, I'm going to ironically go into three different ways that you can use the rule of thirds. So the first rule of thirds is, I think this is an Olympic athlete. who's working with a coach and they kind of talk about, um, the different days of training. She walks in training a little grumpy, a little, little upset, like not doing very well. didn't perform very well. And the coach kind of sits her down and starts to talk to her about like, Hey, you know what's going to happen. And she's listening intently because this is her highest pristine coach. He's saying something along the lines of like, well, you know, there's always the rule of thirds. And she says, what is that? And he says, well, a third of your days are going to be absolutely terrible. A third of your days are going to be meh. They're going to be okay and then a third of your days are gonna be great. And I think this is really profound because it's so true. If you go through life, a lot of the time that you're gonna go through it, you're going to feel this rule of thirds. And most of the time what I see happens is we're never prepared for the meh and the okay. But we expect everything to be in that one third of it's all great. And I'm gonna use a different rendition of this from another Olympic athlete like Michael Phelps where he uses the rule of thirds. But I think going back to this rule, we always expect it to be that great. We never expect it to be that meh, and we don't know how to deal with the meh, and we don't know how to deal with the the bad and terrible or the okay. We don't know how to do that. And if you can get better at dealing with the lows, and you can get better at dealing of the mehs, then your greats will become greater. And I think that's probably my biggest takeaway with the rule of thirds is like making sure that the low end points aren't going to impact you. Because if you just account for the greats, and that's all you ever prepare for, that's 33%. But if you miss out on the mehs, and you miss out on the low points, then that's 66% of the time that you are not prepared for, and you're far lower than what you were initially expecting. So to me, expect those, prepare for them, and that way those are still beneficial to you, right? The other way to look at this is how Michael Phelps looked at it. Michael Phelps used the rule of thirds. He did three different scenarios that he put himself through for a Olympic meet. The first one, he was visualize what he thought would be the worst possible situation that would occur. The worst possible situation that occurred. This is the quote-unquote the terrible, right, in that first initial rule of third. So he'd, he'd look through what is the terrible, how would I perform if it was so-called terrible. Number two, what would happen if I did the best performance that I could possibly have? The great, the great side, right? So he would visualize it, he'd see that through before his match, and then he'd give like a middle. He's like, what do I actually think will happen? What is that middle, that, that okay, that meh? And I think this is the kind of ideology that you should use when thinking about your weeks, when thinking about your months, when thinking about even your days. That when you enter into the fitness transformation journey or your training process or your nutrition process or going through life, what is the low? What is the worst that I can perform? What is the okay that I can perform? And what is the great that I can perform? And with once again, if you compensate for the lows and the mess, if you make it so that you still make progress in those low periods and those meh periods, you will do far better than most. Because that's what most... Ordinary people aren't thinking, but extraordinary people, people who are excellent people who are hustlers are actually expecting the worst of the worst situations. I can go into more talk on psychology and so on and so forth, but the biggest thing is like making sure you actually understand that life is going to be of those three things. You're going to have one of those three instances. It's an okay day, it's a great day, it's a bad day. Those happen. Can you make your bad days and your okay days actually help you? So That's rule number one. That's the first rendition of the rule of thirds. The second rule is three workouts per week. Three. Three workouts per week. Per week, there's actually some really great studies that show that beyond really three workouts per week, you're not getting that much more out of it. You can get a little bit more, and sometimes that little bit more is worthwhile depending on where you're at in your journey. But three workouts per week are absolutely the most bang for your buck, the most amount of dividends you'll get. Now, I personally love three workouts per week. I love starting all of our clients for the most part, and I if you're if you even if you've been somebody who's worked out in the past and you've Hit five days, you've done six days, unless you've been specifically doing five days consistently and you haven't missed the last three years, for which point you probably need to listen to a different podcast and not this one. Um, <laughs> if you've been doing three workouts or you haven't been very consistent with your workouts, I'd highly recommend you start with three full body workouts per week. Now, we program this very uniquely and differently. We do different uh, like emphasis on different days, but three workouts full body per week. The reason why I recommend this is because when you do three workouts per week, That is less than half the week, which means if you miss, you can actually compensate. You can move things around, right? If you miss Monday, you can move that to Tuesday. You can move your next workout to Thursday, and you can move your Friday workout to Saturday, or you can just go back to back, and it probably still won't be that bad. Three workouts per week also gives you plenty of recovery time. You get a whole day's worth or two days' worth of recovery in between each workout. Love it. And then, for instance, if you do happen to miss a workout, if it's full body, you won't miss a particular body part, like if you do bodybuilding splits or single body splits, et cetera, whatever. Three workouts per week, full body, are the best, most bang for your buck, and even scientifically back, the three workouts has the most dividends you can possibly have for working out, for for training. Now, even for health purposes, three workouts is the top tier of the top tiers. The other thing I wanted to mention is if you do three workouts per week, most people really discount three workouts per week. They look at it like, oh, three workouts, that's not enough, it's not gonna be pushing myself, I feel like I need more, and that... It may be true, you might need one to feel like you're pushing yourself, but I promise you, if you just do three workouts per week for 52 weeks, that's 150-something 150 workouts, 156, I think, to be exact, 156 workouts. When's the last time you did 156 workouts and tracked it and progressed and actually followed a training program on it? Most people have never done that. In fact, I don't even consider someone a intermediate until they've done 300 workouts or at least a minimum 250. Until you do... 150 workouts on a training program, I don't even consider them a, a, a beginner really. So you're you're like a you're like a toddler. <laughs> so 150 workouts, three workouts per week, that's all it takes. And for our clients, like three workouts is like the minimum standard that we do no matter what. And I think if you have that minimum standard, you'll make more progress. Where most people are always setting the standard of like, I gotta hit every single day, I gotta get five days a week, I gotta hit six days a week, gotta hit whatever, four days a week, even. Just start with three. Just get the three down. Hopefully this makes a lot of sense because the compound effect of three is really powerful. You hit 150 in the year one, 300 in year two, 450 in year three. It's, that's amazing. That's a lot of workouts. That's it's pretty incredible. To hit 450 workouts across three years is, is incredible. Even for me to do that, it'd be incredible. Let me see what would it look like if you did four years. For four years, you're at 600 workouts. Most people don't do 600 workouts in a lifetime, let alone across four years. Shit, most people don't do 150 workouts in their lifetime, let alone across a year. So three workouts per week was what that takes. So um, this is something that I thought was really important. The next one I want to bring up, so we have the rule of thirds, right, which is your meh, your great, your, your lows, your terrible days. You have the three workouts per week. And the third one, is the realization that three days can also destroy the progress. So the three workouts per week can make your progress, but three days can actually destroy your progress. And I am going to talk in particular what these three days are. These three days are your quote-unquote weekend days. Um, This is something that I realized a little bit for myself a long time ago is that the weekend was actually like my enemy. Um, And I don't mean that like it's actually your enemy, but I I realized it was hindering my progress. So let's take a look. I'm going to use math to bring this up because I think math makes a lot of things clear. Let's say, for instance, everybody knows if I'm perfect, quote unquote perfect, right? That means seven out of seven days. So seven out of seven days, seven divided by seven is 100%. Cool. Most people believe, including myself, believe that if I'm good for four days of the week, if I'm good Monday through Thursday, and I follow my meal plan, and I hit my workouts, then I'm great. Then I'm fantastic, right? Right. Well, yeah, that means you hit four out of days perfect. So four out of seven days perfect, that's actually 57%. Most people understand that 57% is not enough to progress, especially if you're just starting out. It's not enough. It's not close enough. That's a huge problem. And I'm not just saying, like, once again, that you can't enjoy your weekends or you can't have a good time. I'm just saying that that's not enough to progress, especially if you're in the beginning phases. Let's do the math, right? So that means three days out of every week you're missing. If you're missing three days out of every week, that's three days every week for four weeks in a month, it's 12 days in a month. You're an entire week's worth off in a month. You multiply that by 12, you get 144 days or off. Now, if, for instance, you're hitting your three workouts per week and your three days are off every week, you're literally just negating it, or you're in the same exact spot. You're, you're quote-unquote maintenance, depending on how bad your weekends really are. So you're 144 days off. 144 days off, I think that is about four-ish months. So almost like, I think this would be 33% of the year, you're off. That's a lot to be off in a year. This is why most people never quite achieve their fitness stuff and get really frustrated because they never hit their weekends or they make too much of the weekends. Now, I'm going to take this, I'm going to keep going. So let's say, okay, you're like, cool. Well, four out of seven days is 57%. What's five out of seven? Let's do the math. Five out of seven is better. You're 20% better, right? You have 71% success rate. That's still like a C minus, I think. So 57% is quote unquote, you know, failing. 71% is a C minus. And then six out of seven days. Let's say you hit six out of seven days. That's actually 85%. So here's the funny thing. I always say to people is like, there's a rule that says 80-20, right? And I think we even talked about a rule of thirds where, you know, your great days are going to be about 33%. If you can make your worst weeks or your best weeks better, so you're six out of seven or seven out of seven on your best weeks or your good weeks or your meh weeks, then the weeks where you're four out of seven, five out of seven, even three out of seven, you might actually still make progress. You might actually be okay. My point behind this is say that especially in the beginning, it requires you to be more on top of it. Six out of seven days, seven out of seven days. And as you keep going, you get more and more results. Your body improves, your nutrition improves, You get, your lows don't become so low. Because in the beginning, if everything you're doing is new and, and you're starting up a meal plan, a nutrition program, whatever, you're not going to do very well if, for instance, you're starting off at 35 or 45%. Now, that's still progress and I'd still take it and keep moving and keep reflecting. But ultimately, you need to move to getting six out of seven days right, seven out of seven days right. You need to move to that 80 to 90%. This is going to require you to make different decisions. It's going to require you to have different communication with your partners, with yourself. And when you make those changes, ironically, your lows, like touching back to the rule of thirst from before, your lows aren't going to be so low. So, like, my lows, I think last week was a a really tough low for me. I still worked out three times. I hit three workouts. I hit protein on most of my days. So my low is not as low as it what it used to be. It used to be like, all right, well, I'm low, so I'm gonna eat Popeyes tonight, I'm eat chicken tonight, I'm eat Wendy's this day. It was just like super, super low. So because I was able to make that shift, I end up being six point five out of seven or five point five out of seven. So I'm always making that progress. But it starts by recognizing that those three days a week really impact you more than you think. And I see this all the time with our clients. They're like, Oh, I've been really good, I've been really good. I'm like, I haven't seen your nutrition on any weekend so far. They're like, Oh yeah, it was just all right. It's like, oh, it was okay, it was just a little bit almost more than half your like week is your weekends. If We can get that down. You're going to make a lot more progress. So let's talk about what we need to do to get through the weekend better. What can we do to make that low a little bit higher? That's where we come from. Okay. So just to walk back this, right, let's walk it back. This was accounting for your weekends, your weekends account for about a third of your year. Something I didn't address here that I really want to address to help people realize why it's so hard to do this is because then you have holidays. Then you have vacations. Then you have birthdays. Then you have bad days, right? Then you have your own sick days, your own mental, like, need to recharge days. You have all these things in conclusion. And one time, actually, this is really funny. It's a story with me and Michelle. We sat down, and one year, I just felt like we weren't making a lot of progress with our fitness and our uh, financial goals and our business. So I sat down, and I was like, okay, we have this family event, this family event, this vacation, this family event, this and And I did all the math, and I was like, okay, let's just count up every weekend, every family event. And it was Like two-thirds of the year. I was like, cool. So we have one-third of the year to focus on our fitness and one-third of the year to focus on our finances. It's probably unreasonable to believe that for me to have the success that I want to have or for us to have the success that we wanted to have, that it would take only 33% of the year. And once we had that realization, we actually then made that shift. So you you either have to do two things. You either have to cut, which I think is the first and easiest thing that you can do, but not always the best thing, but the easiest thing that you can do. So we needed to cut certain events that we were like, okay, this is not worthwhile. And the next thing we did is we had to take a look. is like, how can we take these events, these vacations, these trips and make them so functional? And that's something that we work on in our programs, making sure we can actually make vacations functional, holidays functional, and still at least make some progress so that low is not as low. So once we did that, at the end of the day, we realized that we knew what to do for working out. It's kind of like that Michael Phelps. We knew what the worst looks like, so we can make that worst not so bad. We knew what the best looks like, so we can operate within that, and then we made our OKs even better. If you can move that up, your lows aren't so low and your highs are higher, you can do significantly better over time. And that takes for us to be about 90% when we're at home and when we don't have other situations like that going on. Because this is, problem, this is problem number one of why people don't succeed. It's simply because of the rule of thirds, either because you weren't willing to get through the mess and the lows and you didn't account for it, or you didn't account for the years of weekends that you think is, is just passing along. And then all of a sudden everybody's like, well, I've been eating pretty well throughout the week. It's like, Yeah, but those weekends still count. Those calories still count. Those days still count. And if we can take those days and make them help us progress, even if you're eating out, even if you're a little bit over your food, we can still make them count, especially if you're doing your three workouts per week. Then ultimately you'll find success in that. So hopefully this rule of thirds makes a lot of sense just going over it again. Rule of thirds, number one, 33% of your days are going to be terrible. All right, they're going to be low. They're going to be terrible. You're going to feel groggy. You're not going to want to do it. Number two, 33% of your days are going to be meh. They're going to be okay. And then they're going to be great. The goal here is to make the lows not hurt you so much and make the okay ones still help you progress and make the great ones even greater. The next thing we talked about is how to think through a scenario like Michael Phelps, the rule of thirds. Michael Phelps looked at his situation. He was like, well, what's the worst thing that can happen? What's the best thing that can happen? And what will probably happen? This is a great way to look at your weekends. Great way to look at your planning, preparation. That is fantastic. Probably one of my favorite things. I still do it myself. Number two hit three workouts per week. It's the magic number for workouts. It's really a lot easier to hit. It gets you fantastic momentum. You do full body that basically so you don't miss a body part and you can rock and roll for this, especially for people who have never really trained 150 workouts following a program three workouts per week is the best of the best. Trust me, I've tried it a hundred different ways, four days, five days, six days, two days, three days is literally the best for momentum. Uh, the next one is gonna be my realization that the three days on the weekend uh, actually can destroy or make your progress. So remember four out of seven is 57%. Five out of seven is 71%, six out of seven is 85 and seven out of seven is 100%. So you want to kind of stay in that you know, 70 to 100% zone, and if you stay in that zone, you're going to be money. If you start to dip off, try to get back to it, okay? And also remembering that a third of your year can be taken up by weekends. A third of the year is going to be taken up by holidays and vacations, so you have to learn how to navigate within those situations. If you can't, once again, if you can't navigate through the lows or the mess, you won't make it. Keep that focus. Hopefully that conclusion helps you guys. If you like this podcast, let me know. That's the rule of thirds. Third time is a charm. Have a good one, guys. Peace.